and welcome to the podcast English. I'm your host, Georgia Rose. Today, I'll read my review of the book Frying Plantain. Frying Plantain by Zalika Reed Bentup is a decent book. This debut collection of short stories of moderate length was published in 2019 by House of Anansi Press. Composed of 12 fast-paced, mildly interesting fictional stories, it follows the childhood and teenage years of a Jamaican-Canadian girl named Cara Davis as she navigates through life, trying to find her identity and build good relationships with her family and friends. Living under her mother's stern dictatorship in Toronto, Cara struggles to find her place in the world and her community while coping with the ongoing conflict between her mother, her grandmother, and her grandfather. Each story explores an event that shapes Cara as a person, from Cara's interactions with her friend group to a tense Christmas dinner at her grandmother's house, each story develops character and plot, while still being an entity separate from the other stories. Along the way, Cara learns about friendship, cultural and societal expectations, and the challenges of keeping a family united. This coming-of-age story is relevant and has some compelling and universal themes, such as choosing your friends wisely, expressing love through food, and every family experiences conflict. This is an original and relatable addition to the genre of Canadian coming-of-age stories. That said, it's not a nail-biting page-turner of a book. One of the drawbacks, I think, to writing a story in the form of 12 short stories is that, although there are overarching themes, ideas, and characters, there's no clear, big, culminating end event that the rest of the book is building towards. The plot of this book comes in a series of small waves, with each story getting its own climax and its own plot, as opposed to most novels that aim for one big wave with steadily rising tension all the way there. When we reach the end of this book, we may understand the cause of the plot, but there's no big moment of awe, and on the way there, we don't get a sense that things need a solution or a big tie-up. This book will not keep you on the edge of your seat. Another problem I had with the book was that I did not become invested with the characters. The book was so short and covered such a long period of time that I felt like I never got to settle in and get to know more than the bare minimum of what was directly relevant to the plot. The story felt disjointed and not enough detail was given to make the characters endearing. I also think the author really missed a trick when it comes to Kara's mean friends. They are characters I could have loved to hate along with Kara, but the author just does not build the necessary investment. In fact, none of the characters or events are particularly lovable or hateable. I just couldn't get invested. I couldn't bother to care. This brings me to my third complaint. There is an absolute dearth of detailed description. Zalika Reed Benta gives us the setting and the mood, but that's that. That's the end. That's the end of the description. I can't picture what Kara's apartment looks like. I can't picture what her grandma looks like in the later stories. I can't picture what it would feel like to walk down a street in Little Jamaica. I don't feel like I'm right there with Kara in so many of the stories. And this just makes it so much less captivating. Next up, the lack of humor and imaginative plot. This book never made me laugh. It never made me so much as smile. The characters are in survival mode all the time, and the only source of levity is shared food. This is not a feel-good story, it's not a heartbreaking story, and it's not even slightly funny. It's a story about monotonous family tension that leaves you with a feeling of depression. 
To make matters worse, the book is set in a completely relatable time and place, and the plot is just relatable characters in a relatable place. It's totally unimaginative. Sure, it's a story about Jamaican Canadians, specifically an introverted black girl, so it gives us an underrepresented perspective. But it's just her normal life. It's a normal person living a normal life sort of story. Yes, it's well written to the point where the relatable events, such as the family fights and friend drama, are fun and easy to read. But Zalika Reed Benta has not captured this world in a way that makes me want to explore it anymore. I don't want to sit down and have a conversation with any of the characters, or imagine how they would interact differently in a different setting. I don't care to think where they might go next, or how they got where they got. This book did not capture my imagination, and it did not make me feel anything other than creeping sadness. Finally, the family struggles plot totally takes over after the first, like, three stories, and we hear very little about how Kara and her friends are doing, or how her school is going, or what work is like. This is such a shame! I feel like giving the other dimensions of Kara's life more room in the book would have helped us get to know her even better and give us a little variety. I really wish we could have heard more of these aspects of Kara's life in the latter part of the book. We really never properly get to know Kara's friends, acquaintances, and teachers like we do her family. It would have been more interesting if that was a bigger thing. So, this book has some things I did not like, and I missed some stuff too. I wanted more description, more plots, more exciting building action. But all considered, it's not bad. As I said earlier, it's decent. It definitely has some redeeming qualities, even though it's got some problems in my eyes. For starters, the book moves fast. The stories are short. They're short stories, and there are only 12 of them, so they just breeze right by. We never get stuck in the quagmire of dense, irrelevant background, nasty, hard-to-read words, arduously long build-up or description without intention, so it makes a nice, easy read. On a similar note, the stories are never overcomplicated, with dozens of poorly developed secondary characters and settings, so it's all easy to understand and easy to read. It's short. Another great aspect of this book is that every chapter has an exciting event. This means we never get filler stories where nothing happens. This guarantees a level of interest throughout the whole book. It's also just a well-written and edited book with intention and a clear finish. Reed Benta effectively uses a a diversity of craft moves, making her actual writing very good. She uses dialogue, hooks, flashbacks, description, including the five senses description, tension, varied sentence length, and a whole bunch of others. Her writing is not unpleasant to read. All considered, it's a three out of five. It's fine, it's okay, but it was not life-changing. I would not go out of my way to recommend it, and I will forget the characters a couple months from now. It's not the sort of book I would enjoy reading a second or third time, and it has had no big impact on me. It's all good. It's just nothing that captures my imagination or makes me think. It's just fine. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, Georgia Rose. Please tune in next week for another episode of English.